Hi, love. This is Dawn, and you're listening to Dear Divorce Diary with my coach, Dawn, where we explore the post-divorce life and you, the woman who lives it. We cover everything from trauma during and after divorce to feeling like a stranger in your own life and the new frontier of life as a single woman. Cozy in for the conversations you've been longing to have about this new life. Hey love, welcome back. I want to talk with you today about this thing that happens when you start working on yourself and healing your life, when your family or people whom you're close to shit on your progress. I know this happens so often and it happened to me recently. And when it happened, I was like, oh my goodness, this is something I have to record a pod about, right? Because it is so relatable. So let me tell you the story. I was chatting with someone very close to me about a relationship that I have struggled with on and off for well over a decade. And so admittedly, I've probably spent a lot of hours with this friend, right? Like taking up their time, uh, unpacking the pros and cons and everything in between. And so I get that when we have these issues that resurface, that the people who love us that are close to us can get exhausted of us talking about them, right? Like I know that you have that insecurity already or maybe you used to, right? Like that, um, oh my goodness, I can't keep burdening my friends with the same like topic. They're tired of hearing about it. And that's why I know you can relate to this, right? So so I'm unpacking my pros and cons and my struggle uh, with this particular relationship. And my friend says to me, see Dawn, this is why I don't hold a lot of hope. And by hold a lot of hope, what she meant was about the healing process. That because I was struggling with what to do inside of this particular relationship, and she knows that much of my life is dedicated to healing myself and to helping others heal, that she didn't feel very hopeful that healing was possible. And I bet you can relate to that part too, right? Like feeling, oh my goodness, how long is this going to take? And I'm still struggling in certain areas. Is it worth it? Um, Or I feel better. I want to be done with this. Um, And so there was a lot of aspects of this story between her and I that I felt like we needed to chat about. And I felt some type of way when she said that to me. And Initially, I could sense defensiveness inside of me, right? Because I was getting feedback about something I've dedicated my life to, healing, right? And so I was certainly feeling some type of way, but it lingered. You know, it wasn't something that I just um, was able to shake off, which is a which is a flag that there's something there for me to look at. But I was resharing the story with a different friend because I was trying to understand what what was going on for me. And that other friend was like, oh, so because you're not perfect, that means it doesn't work. And I was like, oh my goodness, thank you so much for that gift. Meaning 
that my healing process doesn't have to look perfect for it to mean that it is working. Let me say that again. Your healing process, love, does not have to look perfect to mean that it is working. And I guarantee you that's why I felt defensive in that moment too, because often the standard that I hold myself to is perfection. And so I felt defensive because she highlighted that I was falling short of perfection. And that is not something I readily accept about myself. And um, that that's my journey, right? Is to, to be able to meet myself in the mess and say, this is okay. I am worthy. I don't have to be perfect to be loved. I don't have to be perfect to be accepted. And quite frankly, the people who were the most impactful for me when I was in the early stages of recovering from divorce were those people who met me in the place where they accepted every single part of me. And I didn't feel like I needed to hide any single part of me from them. So we may have certain issues resurface at periods of our healing journey. And that's going to be because they're either that traumatic and or because we're not pouring enough light and love on it. And probably some combination of the two, right? So healing requires a handful of ingredients in order for it to be successful. And it's not just resolving the wounds. It's also pouring light and love on them, right? It's not just facing them and feeling the pain of them. It's also pouring light, love, and acceptance on them. And so I talk a lot about guided journaling and EFT tapping and EMDR therapy and all of these things, right? But in each of these modalities, we have to focus on the positives as much as the pain. So for instance, in EFT tapping, you can tap on the problem, like for instance, trying to resolve panic, or you can tap on the outcome you're looking for, which is feeling peaceful. So sometimes we get so used to being problem-focused that we forget to be very, very solution-focused. We forget that we have to put as much healing energy into reinforcing the positives, the goodness, the light and the love of ourselves as we do to making peace with the pain we have experienced. So when you find yourself having issues that are resurfacing, I want you to give yourself grace because it is possible that it was just that traumatic and you can trust that, that the reason it's resurfacing is because it was just that traumatic. And then you can ask yourself, how much light and love am I pouring on this, right? Like how much energy am I putting into using affirmative healing tools? Gratitude lists, affirmations, EFT tapping on positive outcomes, on talking about my progress more than my pain, on um, really focusing on the things that are working in your life and the things that um, 
have made a difference in your healing process. So I know you can resonate with both feeling like someone else is shitting on your progress, but I also know that somewhere along this journey, you have probably shit on your own progress, right? And felt like tapping out. And so sometimes when we feel like, ugh, how long is this going to take? And where we're worried that other people are going to judge us around, quote unquote, how long it's taking, um, maybe it's time to switch up the strategy. You know, maybe it's time to take some time to focus on the beautiful things, on what's possible. And if you don't know how to do that, I've got you. Send me a message and I'll send you something, I'll send you some content back that you can work with, right? Like, um, but often you'll see in my environment, like meaning in my office that I'm sitting in right now, you'll see affirmations on my desk and on my corkboard and on my bookshelf. And, you know, I'll often doodle affirmations and journal on affirmations. And um, when I'm struggling, I'll ask the people around me for affirmations, right? It's that need to inject positivity into one's brain. So if you need a little positivity injected into your brain, love, I'm here for that. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Sending you all the love. Peace. Dear Divorce Diary is a podcast by My Coach Dawn. You can find more at mycoachdawn.com.